Welcome to another episode of the 918 Files. I'm your host, Jason C. Vancara. Today's episode, I'm going to cover a case I worked as a police officer that during my 11 years with the city of Phoenix was honestly one of the weirdest and creepiest I ever worked. And that was mainly due to the the subject that was at the center of the call. Um, so a few years ago, I was working a Sunday morning and we get a call from a lady in the central Phoenix area who claimed that she'd been kidnapped by her boyfriend and she had just managed to get free. And her boyfriend was now at one of the local bus stations with his dog trying to leave the area. So in route to this call, I'm thinking this lady's either crazy or poss- you know, possibly crazy because there's, there's a lot of stuff that sounds crazy, but you know it's legitimate. But this, this call just sounded really weird. So I thought the lady was possibly crazy or maybe she was coming down from a drug high or something, right? So arrive on scene, and um, sure enough, we find the lady hiding in, hiding in the bushes. And I'm I'm just thinking to myself, okay, this is the weirdness just keeps getting more weird. But within two seconds of talking to this lady, though, um, you know, I started to believe her. So as a as a cop, when you interact with people, you kind of there's just so much. You, over the course of time, you learn to to identify. It's even hard to explain, but you kind of figure out who's telling the truth and who who is just imagining things or whatever. But this lady, like I said, within two seconds, you know, body language, the emotion, everything, just kind of told me that you know, hey, she she might be telling the truth. This is this is kind of weird. So basically, what she told me was. She said that her boyfriend had murdered someone at an apartment complex. Um, and this is an apartment complex where you know, it, had, it was one of the unique ones where I don't know why people would live there in the first place. I mean, it had like barbed wire around the exterior of it. It was a very special place. But so anyway, I did the, we did a premise history check of this property around the time frame that she said that, that, you know, this incident happened. And sure enough, there was a murder that happened at this apartment complex. So now her story is validated and it's it's all starting to make sense. So other officers went to the bus station and sure enough, there's the boyfriend with his dog trying to leave. So everything kind of, it all pieced together and she was, she was legitimate and she was telling the truth. So... So now we take, um, I went, we transported the subject, the boyfriend, to our police headquarters building in downtown Phoenix. Um, And this guy, I'm telling you right now, over the the course of my career, there's only been a handful of people that I thought were just extremely weird in the sense of like, having that evil presence to them or just a very, very, very eerie feeling about them as in, I mean, I'm going to sound crazy right now, but they had that kind of that evil aura. And that was this guy. And like I said, there's only been maybe two or three people over my 11 years that I dealt with that kind of gave me the creeps like this guy did, but, um, it was extremely weird. And this guy was kind of, he's a big dude, six, five, but thin, he's probably like two, two ten. But like I said, just a really weird presence for this individual. So anyway, we're sitting there with him. He's refusing to talk to us. And just out of nowhere, he says, you know, if you give me a, if you let me smoke, I'll, I'll tell you everything. So at first it was kind of, 
you know, maybe this guy's plotting something or whatever, but it turns out he was, he's being genuine. He just said, I want to smoke. So we walk him downstairs. He has a smoke, super calm. And then we come upstairs and then he tells the other, the detective just tells him everything. His version of the story was, and I'm not going to go too into details, but, um, him and his girlfriend were at a Walmart of all places, right? Go figure. They meet an individual, um, and then they're talking, and the individuals, you know, the victim, says, "Hey, you guys want to go back to my place and you know smoke some meth because yeah, it's a normal thing to do, right?" So they all agree. They go back to this guy's apartment, um, and of course, they're all smoking meth. And during the time that they're there, I guess the victim made some sort of comment and was telling some sort of story about something that kind of made the subject mad. And at one point during the situation, while they're in the apartment, the subject is standing behind the victim. The girlfriend is in front of the victim. Um, the subject is holding some, I won't say what it was, but a an object that would hurt if you got hit with it, right? He starts motioning like he's going to hit the guy, the victim, w- with this object. And the girlfriend was kind of egging him on you know, seeing kind of nodding her head and mouthing, you know, do it, whatever, to this guy. And so he hits the subject multiple times with the with the metal object. Um, long story short, they he ends up dying. Uh, the boyfriend and the girlfriend leave the area and then we end up, you know, that's where we come in and we meet him at the, she calls police after being claiming that she was kidnapped. So anyway... Um, so then we do a next of kin notification for the victim, right? Um, and during the call for the, um, we finally get a hold of one of the family members and it was kind of odd because it turns out as we're talking to the, the subject's family member, uh, cause this, again, this is one of those weird stories as we're talking to the family's, the, the victim's family member, it turns out that the victim had actually murdered another family member, you know, a couple decades ago and then buried them in the yard of their house. Did his time in prison and it ended up being released, which blows my mind. But so anyway, I mean, he's, he's still a victim, but at the same time, um, the victim was actually in prison himself for murder. So, and again, it's, it's just mind blowing. So, Anyway, to close out this episode, I guess the moral of the story is, um, one, don't do drugs, right? It's a, the obvious, listen to Nancy Reagan, just, you know, just say no. Two, um, be careful who you meet at Walmart, because here we have these three individuals. One of them ended up murdering the other one. One of them actually was in prison for murder. And then the other, the girl, I you know, she had... No, I don't, if I remember right, she had no criminal history that I could recall other than picking bad boyfriends um, and making poor judgment of who to hang out with. But it just kind of makes you think that, you know, it's a dangerous and extremely weird world out there. And these people are out just walking around. Um, the majority of people are awesome, good people, but you have people like, these two individuals, like I said, one was in prison for murder and the other one murdered another, murdered this guy and they're just out walking the street. 
So anyway, like I said, it's an extremely weird, weird world out there and even more so than a lot of people think. So until next time, take care.